Hey, what's going on, Core Church? So excited to be with you today. Over the next few weeks, we're going to be taking a break from our To Whom It May Concern series, and we're going to be picking up a new series called Thrive or Survive, something that I feel that God has just pressed on my heart to communicate with you in this season. You see, this, this season is shaky. Uh, it can feel insecure, unsafe, confusing. We can be filled with stress and anxiety. And I just really believe that um, we're not meant to survive this season, but as Christ followers, we're meant to thrive in every season. And this is all based off of Ephesians 1, uh, verse 11 and 12. And I love how the message version says it. It puts it like this. It's in Christ that we find out who we are and what we're living for. Long before we first heard of Christ and got our hopes up, he had his eyes on us and he had designs on us for glorious living. Say glorious living. Glorious living, part of the overall purpose he is working out in everything and everyone. You are designed for glorious living. There is nothing in this world that could happen that would take that away. If you are a son or daughter of the king, glorious living is a part of your course. And so I want to say this today, and this is the whole bottom line of the series, is that a glorious life it is a promise that cannot be shaken. No matter what happens in this world, no matter what chaos we may face, there is a glorious life that is a promise for you and a promise for me. And especially, I was praying over our church because this is like, this is so hard. I miss seeing you guys. I love connecting with you guys on a Sunday. I, I love being in the same room with one another and obviously that's changed, but I, I've been praying about the church and it's a real um, worry of mine. And I just felt it spoken so softly uh, to me in this past week that for the church, for you and me, for the building, for all churches around the globe, this is not a season of survival. I believe that this is a season of revival. Can I get an amen? This is meant, this is a season in which God can do impossible things. He can actually continue to grow you. He can continue to bless you. He can continue to bless the church and grow the church. I mean, just this past week, it's been incredible to see how much uh, people have been engaged with everything that's be being shared, not just by core church, but by churches all over the world. There's corporate prayer, like globally, like it's incredible. And so I don't believe that this is a season of revival for you and me or the church. I believe that this is a season of revival and that we are going to thrive. Amen? Amen. And so I want to uh, ask the, the serious question. And you might be hearing this and just from the get-go, you're like, mm, I'm not feeling this or mm, that's not how I, that's not the course of my life right now. Nick, you don't know what I'm going through. Um, and for you, the, the question might be, how can I thrive when I'm literally fighting to survive? People are fighting over toilet paper in a grocery store. Um, I, I've gone to a, a couple grocery stores just to get some supplies for our house. And there's this general like distrust of one another. You don't know who's what or who's been in who, or there's literally like, there's literally like, this overall distrust of humanity, who's been involved with one another. Um, businesses are shutting down. We can't function. There's, I don't know, I think it's, it's in the millions of unemployment collected recently. Um, we can't visit our loved ones. I know um, I gave my, my grandfather a call the other day and just seeing how he's doing. Um, I don't know what's going on in his life. I hope he's staying healthy and sane and, and all of these types of things, but I can't go visit him. And, uh, and so we're in this season where we're fighting to survive. And you're telling me, Nick, Nick, you're telling me that I can thrive when I'm feeling fearful or anxious or stressed. I'm unsure. I don't feel safe. You're telling me that I can actually thrive. 
So the big question for today is how can I thrive when I am fighting to survive? From the very beginning of the series, I want to ask you this question. Do you understand how big our God is? Do you know how big he is? I love this. And we shared in Ephesians 1, uh, Paul is writing to the church in Ephesus. And he goes on in Ephesians 3 to pray this beautiful prayer over this church. I want to read this to you. And again, this is in the message version. It goes like this. I ask him, Paul's praying, I ask him to strengthen you by his spirit, not a brute strength, but a glorious inner strength. How amazing is that? To strengthen you by his spirit, not a brute strength, but a glorious inner strength, that Christ will live in you as you open the door and invite him in. And I ask him that with both feet planted uh, firmly on love, you'll be able to take in with all the followers of Jesus, the extravagant dimensions of Christ's love. Reach out, reach out, I love that. Reach out and experience the breadth. Test its length, plumb to the depths, and rise to the heights. Live full lives, someone say full lives. Full lives, full in the fullness of God. God is a massive God. Christ, his love is expansive, it is never ending. I, 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 I'm gonna use the word limitless how limitless he truly is. He is incredible and massive, infinite. And so I, I wanted to start with that statement today to describe to you how big God really is. Knowing that, and I wanna put this up for you guys to read it. When you know how big God is, when you know how big he is, you begin to see the actual size of what we are facing. Now, let me, let me also say this. I'm not trying to diminish the COVID-19 stuff. I'm not trying to downplay what is happening in our world, but I am trying to emphasize the true big nature of our Christ, to emphasize the massiveness of who we follow, the, to, the massiveness of our Father in heaven. And so, yes, what we're facing is, is pretty big right now, but our Father who is in heaven, our source, our Savior, our supply is so much greater than what we are facing in this world. And so I will say this, in Christ's love, there is promise of a full life. Yes, even in seasons like this. There is a promise of a full life even though the business is closed. There is a promise of a full life even though sickness has struck one of your loved ones. There is a promise of a full life even though you're stressed, anxious, and worried about what is going on. I'm telling you, there is a promise of a full life because we have a love that is greater than anything that we're facing on this earth. And so I wanted to talk about this personally. How can, how can this apply to me? Yes, my God is big. Yes, Christ's love is big. But what does that mean for me? And there have been three questions, three basic needs uh, that I've been going through in this past few weeks that we need to have what we actually need. Yes, we are in America. We've been living in a society where we've been privileged to have what we want. But maybe we need to ask the question, do I have what I need? Uh, another question is, am I safe or healthy? And the third question is, who can I be around? And so I want to say this from, from a life application perspective, from a way that God's bigness and God's love applies to me. I want to say this, that Christ, as big as he is, he wants to meet all of your needs. Christ, as big as he is, he wants to protect you in this season. And Christ, as massive as he is, he wants to be with you. And so let me give you proof of that. Um, Christ, he wants to meet all of your needs. Check this out. It says this in Philippians 4.19. It says, and my God, 
Paul is writing, and my God will meet all of your needs according to the glorious riches uh, in Christ Jesus, according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. God is a big God, and his riches are expansive and limitless. And he wants to meet your needs with those limitless resources. I want to talk a little bit about my son in regards to all of these. You know, it's interesting in this season, maybe my wife and I have been nervous or or fearful or anxious at some points, but you know, Warren, my son really hasn't been anxious. And uh, when it comes to his needs, um, he doesn't feel the burden of not having his needs met. When he goes to his father, who Nick Miller is an imperfect person, right? When he goes to his father and he says, dad, I need some water. I need a peanut butter and jelly. I jump up and I meet his needs. When he, he, I mean, he has clothes on his shoulders. I mean, he has everything he needs in this season. And in the midst of all the craziness that's going on, Warren's needs are met. And in the midst of all this craziness going on, how much more will your father meet your needs? I want to talk about Warren again. Christ wants to protect you. Let me share this with you. The Lord is faithful and he will strengthen you and protect you from the evil one. If you've been sticking with us on Facebook or social media or Instagram, um, you've seen that I shared uh, the other night that Warren had his first screaming nightmare. Like he was shaken. He was really shaken. And... Um, me, I, I jumped up and I, I went and I hugged him and we cuddled and I protected him for that evening. And how much more so will Christ protect you in this season? When you are reaching out, when there's fear, when there's anxiety, when there's uncertainty, how much more will Christ wrap his arms around you and protect you in the season? And so I don't know what you need protected from, but I do know this, that Christ wants to protect you and to strengthen you. And so I want to also say this, that Christ wants to be with you. In this season, it's been amazing. Yes, it's been a lot. We've watched Frozen 2 about 28 times, uh, but I am with Warren and how much a blessing that really is and the joy that he has from being with his father, shouting and singing his favorite songs. And I want to say this, that Christ wants to be with you in this season. It says this in Romans 8, verse 38 and 39. It says this, For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers nor height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate you and me, will be able to separate us from the love of God and Christ Jesus our Lord. There's nothing that can separate you from God in this season. No matter how shaken the world is, God wants to be with you. And so in regards to all of those things and how simple it is to look at it from a, from a son or daughter perspective, yes, Warren has all his needs met. And when he has his needs met, he's thriving. When Warren's dad is hugging, in, hugging him and strengthening him and, and protecting him, he's thriving. When I am with Warren and we're just hanging out and having fun and it is a joyful time, he's thriving. And I want to say this in regards to Christ. When you have all that you need, because Christ has supplied you with it, you are thriving. When you have strength and when you are protected, you are thriving in Christ's name. Uh, when you are with him, when you are spending time with him, you are thriving. Maybe we need to change our picture of what thriving looks like. Maybe we need to take a look and take a step back and say, I have all I need. Christ is protecting me and I am with him. And that that is thriving in this season. And so um, I just, again, want to reiterate the bottom line for today. There's a promise of a glorious life over, your, over you and your family. 
And uh, that glorious promise cannot be shaken by anything that happens on this earth. And we, we, core church and churches globally, we are not in a season of survival. We are in a season of revival. We are called to thrive in this season. And so there's nothing that can stop us. There's no, there's nothing on this earth that can stop us from the glorious life that God has promised and the revival that is coming. I hope that this blesses you today. We're going to continue over the next weeks to talk about how to thrive in a season where we feel like we need to fight to survive. I want to end with this. It's important to worship. It's important to pray. And lastly, it's important to give. And so for worship today, I know my wife and I, we always put on the, the speaker that we have in our house. We blast music and we sing and dance together. And I want to encourage you this. Listen to Who You Say I Am by Hillsong Worship. It is an incredible promise knowing that God is saying incredible things about you. That was Ephesians 1, what we shared about in the very beginning. Let me read it again. It is in Christ that we find out who we are and what we're living for. So listen to Who You Say I Am by Hillsong Worship. I want to encourage you, pray with your husband or your wife. Pray with your family for the glorious promise even in this survival season. What does it look like? Ask God to tell you what that promise looks like. And I want to encourage you, lastly, that even though we're in a season of survival, we're called to give. And I want to encourage you, you don't have to give necessarily to Core Church. I just want you to practice generosity in this season. I believe that giving is tied to thriving. And so where your treasure is, there your heart will be else. Also, when you are, are tied to Christ, we can't help but give. And when you're with him, you're thriving. And when you're giving, you're thriving. And so I want to encourage you today, give in a supernatural way. I know we're fighting to survive, but unlock that thriving ability and practice giving. I hope that this blesses you today. Can't wait to meet with you next week. Be blessed.